is Chris from Kink Perth, and you're listening to Kinky Confessions the Podcast. Today we have a couple, and it is very exciting because they've got, uh, well, they run a business, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. I'm going to ask you, what can I call you, and what is your kinky confession? Yeah, so uh, I'm Josh, and my kinky confession would be we're a couple, AM. And we run a sex toy and custom BDSM online shop. And what is your shop called? That would be Brat Breakers. Bratbreakers.com. And you are part one. And who is part two? Hello, I am Minnie. I'm a kingster and a swinger. And I'm a submissive baby girl. Very nice. And what is, um, so you're, both of you started uh, Brat Breakers. How long ago? And talk to me about how that started. Yeah, so I think we want to go back to about the beginning of 2021, not long after I met Minnie. We, uh, Dom Sub, Daddy Dom, Baby Girl, we, Minnie was really into Impact at the time. I was really interested in trying to just give her the best experience she could get. So in the process me being the creative type and liking to design things and design my own set of impact stuff. Um, I also like stuff to match. Yeah, that was really important. So then, yeah, the first set of five Brat Breakers Impact was made up. We were at the clubs nearly every, well, every week, twice a week. <laughs> and yeah, and it just, it got seen by people and people were asking for their own sets and bits and pieces. So unfortunately, well, fortunately in this case, I have a habit of monetizing hobbies and yeah it just grew from there so etsy started the trend and then yeah it's grown into our online shop the both of you what's your roles in the business that's a good question so i do all the design work i'm massive on 3d design come to terms with the fact that i'm probably undiagnosed adhd so my brain's just constantly going and i feel when i've i'm in that zone of i want to design something i think that's when i'm probably the happiest so the design process is the hobby and then everything around it sort of fell in so the actual making of the toys and and learning how to especially when we go into the silicon stuff how i learned how to do the silicon you know i brought two passions so did the 3d design and 3d printing that i'd been doing for years before kink uh, and then obviously combined it with the kink aspect and it was just, yeah, it was me. I was a happy man. <laughs> but then, yeah, so I do the online shop. I designed the websites from scratch. Uh, so that was a new thing end of last year that I had to wrap my head around. That was something I'd never done before, sort of online website, SEO, that sort of thing. So that was really interesting to learn. Unfortunately, there's only so many hours in the day and I do need a hand. So luckily I have both a partner and a sub that does what she's told. <laughs> oh, that's it. So I'll pass you over. Yeah, she helps every way possible and makes my job so much easier when she does it. So so I run to the social media side. I do the marketing and I do all the poses and I also do the promotion. Okay. And I'm loving it. It's I do have a little bit background of I learned. I learned design when yep. I was in college, but I haven't done it with a job. And it's good to, I can pick it up what I learned before and use on it. Luckily, it's good for Josh. It's good for business too, and I like it. How many hours a week would you put, would you would you do? Uh, it's hard to say because I do have a full time job and I do have my daily life. It's very hectic. So I can't, I pick it up whatever hour I can work to just give it to the break breaker and do all the things. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 been fun and it's it's helped me learn a lot. I grow yeah. a lot, new skill every day, 
which I think is self-improving. It's good. So you, your development probably from the start versus now, how do you see that journey? If I look back, it's since we launched the site, the website, it's just a little bit more than half a year. I think I learned a lot within a half year because I kind of have to tell myself, I got to do this. I had to push myself to make the brand better. I have to do, have to look for a lot of uh, different research to see how other people do things. How can I improve our brand? So that's a lot of things to learn and I enjoyed it. How would you say that um, Brat Breakers has improved your relationship? It's a lot because that gave us something to discuss about, to bond together. We can come up with the idea what kind of new product we want. And because we both have like, um, that interest in the kink as well and also swinger. So we both kind of get a bit of um, both sides so we know what kind, what what stuff people will like inside in the king in the swinger so we come up with a different idea and we also have a pretty fucked up mind so we come up with pretty cool stuff <laughs> so, so you get so to so you get to definitely uh, try everything before it uh, goes to market she is definitely the guinea pig trust <laughs> me that is because i've seen some of those ones that are the size of a fist so um now there's another conversation <laughs> Fortunately and unfortunately, I'm a product texter. Somebody got to test the product before we sell it. Yes. I'm happily to do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's many hours of R&D, um, yeah. put it that way. Uh, but yet again, that is how we've brought ourselves closer together. You know, we history shows I don't necessarily take uh, criticism, <laughs> I guess, or, or if someone doesn't like something I've made or something like that. So it did, it took a little while for me to realize that what we were doing was trying to make products for the general amount of people. So yeah. we want, we want to reach a wide you can't range. please everyone. I can't please everyone. And my idea is not always going to be the best. So when we are you know, we, we've got friends that will help us. Friends test stuff for us all the time, not just Minnie. So the hard thing for me is someone coming back to me and saying, oh, look, you could probably do this with your design because there's that little part of me that's like, oh, that's my design. Yeah, you're not criticizing the product, you're criticizing me. Yeah, that's yeah. right, that's right. So that's been a big shift for me, um, yeah. which is awesome. Like I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed actually making that shift because, yeah, it's just made me realize that, yeah, there is more to life than uh, just the way I <laughs> want to do things, I yeah. guess, you know, uh, yeah. but it's been good. It's been fun. Yeah. It's busy, man. <laughs> it's busy. So you go back and go those, those, that first set that you made versus the stuff that you're uh, producing now, is it the core design still the same or do you think that you've, you've changed? Yeah. So if talking impact, we do still offer the OG diamond dominance range. I don't want to give away too much, but we will be phasing that out for something that makes that look like something from a $2 shop. Okay. Um, the new design, the new, just the whole process on how it's made is going to make some people very happy. Yeah. Well, anyone who likes impact is going to be very happy. Yeah. Anything, anyone who likes anything pretty. Okay. This, yeah. So we're really excited for that. You know, we're, we're talking probably four to eight weeks away from releasing anything there, but yeah, yeah. It's, and then we've added to the range. So we did a small run of resin paddles. Unfortunately, the more the business grew, that wasn't a profitable thing for anyone. Uh, the, the hours a lot of you put time, in, isn't it, to do resin? Uh, mate, and then the sanding the and sanding. polishing and shaping. It is, is, I think, if I counted it, I think we we're spending about eight, uh, sorry, eight hours a paddle in total. So, like, you try and charge someone 
some ridiculous amount yeah. for a paddle that you can get from China. Something, maybe it doesn't look the same, but it does the same thing. But I actually want to show you something. Yeah. Brought something along. Um, this will be our latest release probably only a month away, six weeks. And I think you might like it, mate. So, so you, you're, you've just said that you've brought me along something to have a look at. What's the launch date of this new product? I would say about a month's time from the time this podcast comes out. Yeah. Beautiful. So I'll let you have a look, a little look at this box, mate. Okay. Thank you. All right. This is like Christmas where I've got this box. Holy shit. Fuck me. I got something that is sexy. It is pink. It is brat breakers. It is, that's titanium. Like that is brilliant. Oh man. Alley, but yeah. That is going to leave an imprint. So I guess is that as I'm excited about this, I've just got a really nice, lightweight, thick, solid as fuck paddle and whoever cops that is going to end up with the tattoo of brat in bruise on their ass that is brilliant it is there's not a sharp piece on that yeah all right so that's the first one so that is a hot pink brat breakers paddle oh my god and there's more of them as well oh that one i like red your second color. one here is a beautiful red Lots of holes in it. Give the air somewhere to uh, break through, and that fits my hand. I'm I've got a big hand, and that fits beautifully. And if I had a small hand, you could equally hold that as well. And the, there's, I'll say that there's. It's not flexible. It's not going to break. You you could belt the fuck out of an elephant with that, and it would still not break. And then number three, and oh man, we're still going. Oh, the silver one. Oh, I like that. And the silver one has two sides to it. And it is, I'm going to say, you're going to walk out of that looking like a zebra. That would be <laughs> that would be the zebra collection. It's silver, gray, yeah, or a train track, however you want to see that. There's a, there's a stairway to heaven if you hit that on the back of the leg. So just to give, you know, people listening, trying to pitch what these are, we're talking CNC'd aluminium paddles, unlike anything that you can currently buy other than one other place in America. This is, yeah, this is fucking incredible. Yeah. So these these aren't a flogger that, you know, let's face it, 10 people make in Perth. Okay. These are, you can't buy that right now. I, I look, I, I tried to buy them before designing and having them made myself. And that is four designs out of approximately seven. Oh, you've nailed that. That will be a bestseller. I believe of, so. Of all four of them, like, if, yeah. you know, I took out the first one and thought it was incredible, but this for me is, that's going to leave some incredible <laughs> marks. And, I mean, just listen to the, all that aluminium. They yeah. are fantastic. And you're right, like, I've got a lot of paddles in here and they're made out of everything, but that is without a doubt. Uh, that's going to be an absolute favourite. And th there's different weights in them. Like that, there's a big difference in those weights between some of the, between all four of them. That's right. Some have got cutouts, so they're lighter. Some, like the last one you're looking at with the studs, the big black studs. has an extra 30% of weight to yeah. added to it. You know, like, so yeah, it will be very much dependent on what people like. Yeah, the, the anodising, man, is what got me. Yeah. The anodising on them, you know, it's just, it's not going to wear. You know, you, you, yeah, you're storing that. You don't this really is care. Going, and the thing yeah. here is, is that you're talking like this is going to be a global domination. 
Yeah. These products are going to ship all over the world. 100%. Everyone is going to be, you know, you'll be at uh, Sexpo in every state just as a VIP for them to show to show off some of some of the gear. The fact That's is, right. as I said, you've designed this. The the branding is just perfect. Oh, I'd, like it's a round of applause because I'll be buying you Thank know, you, mate. I'll be buying them. That's for sure. They yeah. are absolutely brilliant. So yeah, well done on that. Yeah, we thought we'd bring them along and do a bit of a surprise for you because, like, I mean, we can't thank you enough. Like, we gave, well, you brought, mate, you brought. Like, you you supported us when I was an Etsy store. 100%, And a, yeah. a young fella running around the clubs here with his impact set. Like, I, I remember I'm looking over at the wall now and I, and I can see, like, the plaque I made with Brat Breakers and it hangs everything on it. I remember making that thinking, wow, people were actually going to see my stuff. You know, and, and to fast forward to now where, you know, oh, we cracked, and it might seem small to some people, we cracked a 1,000 Instagram followers a day ago. We couldn't be more happier because I remember when we started the Instagram, 300 or something, I was like, oh, reach 1,000 going to be so hard. But yesterday, we reached 1,000 followers. When you end up selling globally and you have, you know, all of this stuff, you realize, oh, fuck, hang on a minute. This isn't just me and all my friends that are supporting me. This is an industry that turn around and go, my shit's pretty good. Correct. 100%. Yeah. We, a lot of stuff goes to the States. It's amazing. And it's a good price on the dollar as well. It is. So, I, I believe know, that's what it is. It. I'm passionate about your products. And every time you've, you know, you've had stuff, then I've bought it. I think the only stuff that I haven't purchased from you is the, like, is the dildo range. And that's because I don't have anything here which you would use internally you know every time you post something i repost it because i i'm a i believe in your stuff would be the best way to put it um and look i'll say there is a a time and a place for the stuff that you buy on wish and all of that kind of when it comes out of china it's single use only and it's three bucks and you know you're going to a party and it's a throwaway item but the stuff in which we've had in here let's be honest and go yours was the first stuff we had in here it's probably been used every single day for the last three years and product in which you can see that it's been used and it's it cops a beating but it's easy to maintain it's easy to repair when things go wrong and stuff goes wrong in everything in here but it's it's just really good quality stuff that you can maintain really well and yeah looking at that set over there like that that's the most abused I have seen <laughs> Brat Breakers. Like, even my no, no. is not that abused, and that's saying something. But it's I, a compliment, I, I, it's a compliment honest, to I'm how well it gets that. used. That's going, that's, that's going out there as this is what three years of abuse looks like. Absolutely, and it's, <laughs> and it's still standing. So anyone who wants to buy your stuff and is unsure on it, on it, I'll go, well, go and use it every single day for three <laughs> years and you'll see what this stuff looks like. Well, that's Brett Breakers. Congratulations, website. You've got 1,000 followers. By, by the end of the year, you'll have 3,000 followers and we'll continue to support that. I want to turn my attention to, I guess, to the both of you. You're, you're kinksters. You've, you've been swinging. How long have you been in the scene? I stumbled across the kink scene through my friend after I separated with my ex. And at the same time, I know nothing. And my friend, she also know nothing. So we decided we do we just do it together. We just dive in and mess, we met some people. We go into the munch. We met some people from the fed life. That's how we start building our friend. You were on fed life first? I am fed life first. Like when me and my friend, we decided to stumble across thing. We yep. joined a fed life. We joined the Fair Life and we tried to find people we can meet our ways, find a girl we can catch our ways to learn how to get into the scene. 
So what was some of the first things that you realised, oh, fuck, I love this? I think I always being a submissive in general. Like I like to be told what to do. So I I never know. I never know there was a thing until I know, oh, that's a role called submissive. That's a different role you can play. And I started to learn to do different, like they do have a BDSM checklist. So I started to know, oh, I check all this box. So this is the role I in. And since then, I define myself as a sub. I started as a sub, but I define myself as that. And over the year when I met Josh and I met more people, I get more involved to the scene. I slowly toward to into being a switch. So I do have the little bit dominant side of me. Ooh. Just either now and then it will meet the right people or right situation. You have not seen crazy until you have seen <laughs> Minnie with a toy in one hand and a vibrator in the other and a pretty little girl in front of her. Oh, okay. hello. The look in, she gets in her eyes scares me. So there's photos of this on FetLife, is there? Unfortunately, actually, we, there <laughs> could well be. Probably, there will be by yeah. the time this goes on. Yeah. Well, that's very rarely chance comes up, but I do have the sigh and that gets me excited too. It gets me, I think that... The beneficial is being the switch is I get to try both sides and I yeah. get to understand how both sides feel yeah. so I can be more considering. This word considering of if, uh, if I'm a dom, if I'm the sub. Do you uh, dom with men or with women? I started with men because yep. that's the easier, not not the easier, that's the most of a more common, more common, yeah, more yeah. common to find a male sub. Yep. And I started with, with that. So actually, the guy I met, when I start doing trying to trying to find my dominant side, he's a sub. He bore me kind of. He kind of teach me yeah. how to be a dominant and what's kind of require and what he like. And he built me a confident little bit. Say, oh, I have this side of it. It's not something I have shame about. It's not something I can just you know suppress it. Yeah. So yeah, and I slowly after we meet Josh, after I meet Josh, and we also involve the King Singh, and sometimes we do have a play a threesome or with other girl and I slowly I think I always tell Josh when I met him I'm a straight like I'm never interested in girl because I know I'm straight yeah but the the more we involve in the king scene and the swinger scene and the more we play with other people in the group play I told to I can do with pretty girl yeah it's pretty to <laughs> like you know they look pretty and their body's pretty and I don't mind doing things with them and they're very soft yeah and their yeah. the skin is so nice and so pretty lips so soft you know? yes so I think I told to buy, I would say, buy curious. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're not by curious. By curious, okay. Sorry. <laughs> You're not bi. curious anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not curious anymore. I used to be by curious. Yeah. Now, so. uh, Josh, your daddy, so are you littling? So, yes, he's my daddy, don't I and a baby girl. Yep. But the, I am more, I'm a little, but I'm not like extreme. Like I don't do those like, you know, dress as a baby or wear a diaper. Yep. I'm more myself. I'm more. So myself. you like watching Disney movies? I and, love watching and Disney. Yeah, that's just kind of my personality. Yep. I love Disney in general, <laughs> regardless. Yeah. And I I love anything pink. I'm a very girly girl. I love yep. everything sparkly. I love really everything Disney. And so I just add myself, and I can be a bit childish sometimes. So yep. that's why. And I like cute stuff. And I'm tiny and pretty. So yep. <laughs> that baby girl title kind of fits me. And bratty? Uh, now and then. Most of the time, I'm pretty good. I'm a good girl, right? Maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm most of the time I'm a good girl, but I do have a little bit bratty side now and then. But Josh can mean lie. That's what he's <laughs> there for. Now, how often do you guys attend events, parties? So we started with attending the kink event quite oftenly in the Club 103. We yep. was there every Wednesday. Like they do kink night. Yep, every there. Wednesday. Every Wednesday night they do have a kink night and we were there and we meet people. We meet our friend there and that was pretty, we do impact and it was pretty good that time. You know, we meet p- different kind of people in the community. Yeah. And we slowly... Uh, I think COVID hit, and now oh, it's the winter time, so there's not much people going anymore. So we slowly focus on our side toward to the swingers scene. Yeah, and that's another fun part to start. We both like enjoying being naked. <laughs> we enjoy going to party, enjoying dresser. So yeah. Talk about your journey and yeah. Well, Manny's probably outlined a lot of it. Yeah, I guess I've. So a little bit of history, I guess. I have always been interested in kink. But I wasn't actually able to partake. You know, I was with the same person from 14 until I was 28, married, yeah, so for a long time. So I didn't get, and that person wasn't interested in kink, and that was completely fine. Uh, Once we separated and I had that little new lease of life life in me, sorry, I was able to probably execute a few things that I'd always thought about, Uh, always Googled, always FetLifed. Like I was on FetLife there for the ideas and the pictures for a long time before I was there for the actual connection between people. You know, I, I was using that as a as a as a kink of my own, I guess, for a long time. So yeah, separated. Uh spent a few months sort of trying to find myself and ran into a well, no, sorry. Got approached by a pretty little Taiwanese girl on FetLife. Oh, so she chased you <sighs> she down. She did, she did. There you go. <laughs> it was a group email she sent to everyone and oh, you were the was, first to it reply. Was copied and pasted. <laughs> it was copied and pasted for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, and at the time I was FIFO. I was, in fact, I think when we met, I was probably still yeah, FIFO. Yeah, you were. Uh, and yeah, we took it really slow and steady. I think we met, gee, in... June or July. Uh, sorry, started talking in June and July, and it took to October until we actually met. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I think we only met in October, and then New Year's rolls around. That's right. And uh, Minnie invited me along to the hedonism New Year's party. Oh. Uh, yeah, and I got How's my that first... for an experience, that party? Wow. Yeah. They know yeah. how to put on a party, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was, and it was, one of the best experiences of my adult life. I my mind was blown. Uh, that party was very successful. Maybe because it's our first together, and yeah. also it's our first huge swingers event together. Yeah. So everything just so new and so interesting and just wow. But yeah. So and then uh, fast forward. So from that, we started to spend a bit more time together. Decided that the dom sub dynamic was probably something that we would be interested in so we started to play around with it didn't we for a little while we made it official march that same year so only three months into sort of actually being quite casual we decided that this is a dynamic that we would like to to go for from there is it a 24 7 it is so it's 24 7 contracted collared but that didn't happen until the end of next uh sorry last year so we're talking a good year and a half it took for us to collar um we started obviously the dom sub the more time we spent together the more we realized there were actually relationship 
feelings there. Yeah. There were feelings of love. There were feelings of more traditional um, relationship values and that. So we decided that we would split as such. We, we would manage having a relationship as well as the dynamic. dynamic. Yep. So the dynamic's 24-7, the relationship's 24-7, but we have to balance that. Hey, sometimes it's just nights in on the couch watching TV. I love cooking. So cooking for her is probably, or for anyone, is probably my biggest kink. So we have nights like that. And then we balance it out by nights of complete debauchery, doing whatever we want together. So, and, and it's just the best balance. So yeah, and then call it a end of last year and it's yeah it's just been brilliant since so we still don't want to live together <laughs> still don't want to live together what about the rest of the family what we describe as AM, we borderline poly we borderline uh we don't necessarily have enough time in a day at the moment with managing brat breakers full-time jobs uh so managing that and then trying to have another loving relationship on the side right now i feel it wouldn't be fair for that person so we do we do want to aim for that we just need to find the balance so at the moment we're all about trying well having a regular playmate each so we do we see other people um and and then hitting out the parties and and just just doing things together um so we'll go on so my, one of my best friends runs threesome parties. So Sean and I, we're pretty tight. So it's really cool to be able to go along to his parties and, and just let our hair down and be the people that we're supposed to be and be surrounded by people just like us. You know, that that's probably the best thing is getting to meet people that actually think like you, not like your workmates that you're sort of forced to have to deal with. Yeah, so so the family is, yeah, it's, it's a big family. It's a big family of friends, and we've made friends in the scene, both kink, both swing, that we wouldn't have been able to make any other way. You know, this, this to us, this is a social club. This is a the rock and mineral club. This is your your bike club. This is your running group. You know, you make friends doing something that you both like doing together, and and like we've made lifelong friends and um, you know couples, singles, whatever it might be. Um, all kinds of, all kinds of people, as you know. Vanilla there's... friends? Do you still have those? <laughs> <laughs> okay, That's a great. So, I love the question because great, you, great you, know, you both look at each other and go, "Oh fuck, how does this work?" So we always laugh. We don't have vanilla friends. I don't think we have any vanilla friends. <laughs> but the friend we made in the thing or through the thing, we are still very good friends with, them and we find that it's easier to maintain a friendship because we all know what we're doing, nobody judging, and they're all easygoing. And the vanilla things we do with those kinky people. You just end up realising that your kinky friends are, you know, way more fun. And you don't, you know, you can tell them everything. <laughs> and you've just reminded me of a scenario. So uh, it was Minnie's birthday last year. Uh, I've organised a party. And we've, and when we say we don't have vanilla friends, Minnie has a couple from, like, the, the past. Yes. So... They come along. <laughs> but they're still okay. aware of your... V- no. No. no, oh, no. Right. oh, hello. So there's, this there's, is going to be a fun story. six vanilla people and 40, 50 kink and Kinkers, swingers. Yeah. All, where were we? The, the lucky shag. The lucky shag. The lucky shag out the back there on the veranda. And afterwards... Minnie gets asked, what did you get asked? So after that, my friend asked me, why is everybody touching your ass? Why is everybody <laughs> kissing on the lips? I actually, I can't remember how did I describe, but 
I feel a little bit oops, like <laughs> I get caught up by doing something wrong. <laughs> but it was interesting, and that was the first time Josh did the mix. Kinky friend is my vanilla friend yeah. together, and we probably the last time. Probably yeah. last time, yeah. We have discussed. Probably not do that again. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> we. <Weird. laughs> I want to go back to that one. Um, your mum and dad. What do they know? You mentioned family before, yeah. and that's not what you were referring to. But let's talk family. This is a good one. My father is a very easygoing sort of person. But he's also very, I like to fuck with people and I like to make people very uneasy and awkward. That's, I'm a, I'm a, so I, I laugh. I'm a, I'm a daddy dom. I'm, I'm a pleasure dom. I like to give people pleasure. That's my dom side of me. Um, but I have 10% sadism in there. And telling my father <laughs> shit. Only 10, she says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, telling you my see father that stuff, 10%. You don't yeah. see the other 90. That's when he's asleep. <laughs> uh, telling my father stuff that I know is going to make, make him, him his little mind blow is awesome. So uh, we're, I'm very open. Uh, my father knows about our dynamic, my, and his girlfriend for that matter. Uh, my sisters know but yeah, so I'm very open. Uh, put it this way: my mother designed the label that we put on our rope when we sell it. Oh. So I just didn't have time one day to design this bloody label before we sent it off for printing. My old lady back in New Zealand um, has done illustrating all that, doing headstones and that for years and years. Yeah. So I just said, look, I need, and I already had a picture of it. Um, designed on Photoshop, but I just I couldn't get it to scale right. So I sent it to her. I said, "Can you make me a scalable PDF for this?" Next thing you know, two hours later, it comes back. Thanks, she Thanks, was, Mom. yeah, it was so. It is. It's not a family business, yeah. but uh, you well, could almost you, say you that you gifted her some rope to say thank yeah. you for that. <laughs> no, for sure. <laughs> uh, on that note, there were some very nervous faces at Christmas yeah. opening their presents, presents. Put it that way. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You um, have a promotion code, I believe. Yeah, so we thought we would celebrate, A, our 1,000 Instagram. We would celebrate our first podcast. We're going to give a discount for people listening to this, 20% off, okay? And let's make it Dick Doorknob. Dick Doorknob. <laughs> Dick Doorknob. That's brilliant. Fuck it, let's That's do it. brilliant. Jump on to bratbreakers.com. Dot au is it? Yeah, yeah. So uh, either or, either, either or. or. com dot au. What do you see twenty twenty four? I want Brat Breakers to be supporting myself, and I want to really sink my teeth into it because I think once that is my sole responsibility, then that's where we really hit our stride. Um, new designs, new you know, as much as it's not about the product, the product. That's what we want to to really push and just and and make stuff. That people want. We laugh. We we make things that give people feelings that, are, let's face it, an orgasm is probably the best feeling yeah. that a human being can have. What it does for you mentally, what it does for you physically, an orgasm. So so we're making things that, especially the silicon stuff, that gives people orgasms. Like how can you, you know, I'm doing God's work. Yeah. <laughs> well, the next uh, best thing to an orgasm is opening up a Brat Breakers delivery. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and then, and then, I mean, and for those people that like impact, you know, we're we're making those those paddles, man. When they when they go public and that, I I feel the the new sensations. And I mean, you could throw them in the freezer; they'll be cold. You can warm them up under hot water; they're going to be hot. They're not going to do anything. They're, they're not going. It's not going to hurt like that. The different ways you can use those uh, and. The, the feeling, different textures and that. 
like people love the people that do love impact again i love those and therefore like that that's next year is just about giving people products that can make them as happy, happy. as possible uh together wise i don't know <laughs> and you, i don't know because if you'd asked me the same question a year ago before i had collared mini before we'd done the relationship like meet the parents yeah. sort of level stuff I couldn't have comprehended that we would be where we are now. So therefore, I can't even begin to think where we're going to be next year. Hopefully, a lot a, a lot more stories of debauchery anyway, I can tell you that. Just before we wrap up, I just want to throw it back to uh, both of you. Any last debauchery stories or um, anything like that you want to share? The one I've just thought of. So we, we host our own little get-togethers as well. So um, we'll hire out some poor, innocent person's Airbnb and turn it into a full-fledged, 20 person orgy uh, or sex party in general we did one only back in March mm, so I have a fucking machine so a Highsmith so it's got a lot of moving little parts in it and bits and pieces and uh, Minnie loves using the Highsmith on people she, they, like the, I spoke earlier about the look in her eyes when she uh, when she's being a little bit sadistic towards a female and um, she was getting that into it that her hair, which for people that wouldn't know is right down to her butt, managed to get caught in the machine. And it's oh. just wound around and around and around and around. It's 20,000 RPM. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which her hair is gold to her. Her, well, uh. not quite as much as her eyelashes. Um, yeah. Much to my detriment. But yeah, so next thing you know, you've got three women all trying to hook her hair out of a, a fucking machine. machine. Um, she's freaking out. She's. Yeah. I'm looking at my poor fucking machine getting dismantled in front of me, thinking <laughs> I've got to put that back together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that was always fun. But other than that, like we just, I guess most recently we've just been trying to find our people. You know, like find like we've got such a good group of friends. You know, like I, I said earlier, like we've we're sort of borderline on poly. Like we are, we're in talks at the moment of what that might look like. Um, if we were to let someone else in on all this, we see the value in it, so on. But uh, yeah, at the moment, we're just, yeah, oh, my birthday party. So July, don't ask me to date, mm. not of my birthday, but the party. Threesome parties and Brat Breakers are doing a collab. So we will be doing a party called Power Play. And that will just be, so it's a swingers party, sex party. I believe it's going to be at 103. You know, we're talking 150 to 200 people ticket yeah. party which would be really cool. Theme-wise, power play. So it's just dressing figures of authority or figures of submission, trying to keep with the Brat Breakers theme while still catering for the 90% swinger. Because anyone who knows anything will tell you that kink and swing are two very different things. So trying to bring those two worlds together a little bit but still have it fit the threesome brand of parties yeah was yeah so yeah so sean's doing lots of work on that and that's going to be awesome so we're looking forward to that big time oh well thank you so much and uh it's been great having you on the show 